This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. The underground tunnels truly impressed us. This is an architectural feat par excellence. But now we'll talk about something that did not impress us. Here in Tokyo, there's a temple called Renkoji. It's very special for the Indian community because inside this temple are said to be the ashes of Subhash Chandra Bose. It is well kept, but located in a nondescript neighborhood in Tokyo. And while there, you cannot help but wonder doesn't Netaji Bose deserve better? Tokyo's energy levels are a bit down today. After all, it's been a hectic couple of days. Three foreign visitors and one major summit. Enough to drain even the most bustling of cities. Prime Minister Albanese, uh, I welcome you to your first quad meeting. As Tokyo recovers, we set out on a quest. Hopefully to find a little piece of India in this far eastern capital. We are told that Renkoji Temple is the place to go. And according to the map, we are here. First impressions? Not very much. A typical sleepy neighborhood in Tokyo's Suginami ward. No fancy houses, no intimidating high-rises, just your average residential area. But tucked away in this nondescript neighborhood is an important chapter of Indian history. The life and death of Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose. The temple itself is small but well-preserved. This bust of Netaji welcomes you inside. Behind it are a few messages all written by stalwarts of Indian politics. In 1957, Jawaharlal Nehru visited this temple. The next year, President Rajendra Prasad came. And in 2001, Prime Minister Atal Bihari Vajpayee did the same. All of them came to pay homage to Netaji Bose. But why here? How did this temple become a shrine for Bose? Subhash Chandra Bose's life and death remain a mystery to many. The consensus is that he died in a plane crash somewhere near Taipei and this is where his ashes are purportedly kept, in this enclosure here. Now why do I say purportedly? Because there is no forensic evidence. This is how the story goes. After the plane crash, a Japanese officer collected his remains and brought them to this temple. And in September 1945, a ceremony was held here. Since then, a long line of priests has been managing this temple and with it, the ashes of Subhash Chandra Bose. Bose and Tokyo go a long way back. In 1943, he left Germany for Japan. The journey itself was a daring adventure. First, he traveled to Madagascar on a German U-boat. And from there, he took a Japanese submarine to Imperial Japan. It was here, in the Far East, that he revived the Indian National Army. Netaji Bose's death in 1945 was a shock, one that many Indians still refuse to acknowledge. Conspiracy theories around his death have never really disappeared. Perhaps this temple could give some answers, maybe even closure after seven long decades. Bose's family has requested for a DNA test on the mortal remains, but neither government seems interested. And so the ashes still remain here in a tiny golden pagoda nestled away in this Buddhist temple. History hasn't always been kind to Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose. He's one of the tallest freedom fighters of India. For millions of Indians, he's still a source of inspiration, yet his remains lie here, tucked away in this tiny temple in Tokyo. Surely a leader of his stature deserves better. 
on the 70th year of India-Japan ties, perhaps this is a good place to start, to bring Netaji's ashes back to India, back to his home. Bose's pursuits in Tokyo endeared him to the Japanese public. This temple and his shrine are much respected here. In fact, there is a special ceremony every year on August 18th. Bose's death anniversary, but India's beloved Netaji deserves more. He deserves to be home. With the Vion team in Tokyo, this is Palki Sharma Upadhyay.